Welcome to The Art of Badassery, where I explore what it takes to live life on your own terms, break free from the status quo, and unleash your inner badass. Whether you're a rebel at heart or simply seeking inspiration to step outside your comfort zone, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Mahara Wayman, and each week I dive into the stories, insights, and strategies of those who have mastered the art of badassery and are living life to the fullest. They smile when no one is looking. Welcome to another episode of the Art of Badassery podcast, where we explore the remarkable stories and journeys of truly outstanding individuals who have fearlessly pursued their passions and carved their paths in lives. I'm your host, Mahara Wayman, and today I have a very special guest. Not only does she epitomize the spirit of adventure and determination, but she's also my client. Ro Stoltzfus hails from a small bedroom community outside Flint, Michigan. As a young dreamer, Ro's aspirations were anchored in news reporting and journalism, driven by the remarkable Connie Chung. Her journey, however, took her far from those Michigan roots, leading her to her current home in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. After embarking on a well-deserved seven-month break from the corporate world, Roe is poised to dive back in, ready to conquer new challenges and new opportunities. But that's actually just the beginning of Roe's story. When she's not busy making her mark in the corporate realm, Roe is a master of adventure planning. Whether orchestrating the perfect family vacation or setting sail on a memorable cruise, she knows how to infuse life with excitement and joy. And speaking of family, she cherishes every moment spent with her loving husband and adorable daughter, savoring the simple pleasures that make life extraordinary. Today, we delve into her journey, her adventures in and out of the corporate world, and her secrets to balancing work, family, and fun. Join us as we explore the art of badassery through the lens of Ro, a woman who knows how to chase her dreams and embrace the joys of life to the fullest. Stay tuned, peeps, for an inspiring and insightful conversation that's going to leave you feeling motivated and ready to take on your adventures with a touch of badassery. Ro, welcome to the show. It's so nice to see you. So great to be here. Thanks for having me, Mahara. It's interesting because this is the first time I've had a client on the podcast. And I'm wondering if we can just set the stage for our listeners. Let's go back to maybe the beginning of the year before we met. Can you describe what was going on in your world or why you were feeling how you were feeling? Absolutely. Um, and, you know, really to, to bring it all to full circle, having a position or your, your job eliminated because of just where the company is and the unfortunate part of not receiving funding, it, it put me in a position where I had to go job searching. And I've done this before, but at this point now in my life of having to find that job, I've also opened the door of bringing my mother back into my life because of my daughter. And many of those points of having more personal reactions with my mom in a more consistent manner led me in this path of just a, a downturn of thinking I'm, you know, listening to these crazy voices in my head of like, I'm not good enough or hearing my mom in my head 
many a times. And, and so, you know, scrolling through being on in, in places and looking for, you know, I need help. That's really where it resonated with me was I need help. And where can I go get help? And here you are <laughs> showing up in my LinkedIn feed. The universe was like, so you said you need help. And here she is. And <laughs> so I thought, okay, you offered a free workshop. And that was where I was like, all right, what the hell? Let me just check out this workshop. If this is the right thing, then I know the universe will deliver exactly what it's trying to show for me. And that's kind of then how our beautiful relationship sparked is being a part of your workshop. And then me recognizing like, wow, the things that you had offered and your ability to listen and then provide great insights. That was just the trigger for me to say, this is who I need in my life right now. And so happy that I took that opportunity to dive in with you and really, you know, find a lot of the clarity that I needed, but then also recognize like, holy shit, I am badass. I am still badass. And, you know, I am so thankful for that opportunity that the universe was like, see, I, I told you you were still badass. I don't know why you didn't think that, but here, here's someone who will remind you how much oh, of a badass you are. I love that. Well, thank you for that. But not, but thank you for that. And I want to go back to something that you said, because I think that's really important. There are times in our lives when we are faced with having to really look at relationships. And what I heard was because of your work situation, your mom was in your life a little bit more regularly, more consistently. And that highlighted some, it brought up some stories that you were telling yourself. Can we go back to those? Because recognizing that we have a story is so important in navigating that story. Because sometimes the stories don't work for us. And I think at the beginning of the year, the stories that you were telling yourself, you mentioned them briefly, I'm not good enough. I'm, you know, I'm this, I'm that. They can kind of paralyze us. Mm-hmm. Was it, was it, was it obvious in other areas of your life or was it just, if I may ask between your, your family? I would say that mostly because of my, my mom. Um, but I did recognize that working with you allowed me to see other ways in how I I'm not communicating as effectively as I should, especially like with my husband and, and somewhat with my daughter, but at that time too, I mean, she is still one. (laughs) And so communication is a little bit different (laughs) with a one-year-old. So what, what was it you think that was holding you captive with your communication? Because I'm trying to understand why is it so hard to communicate how we're feeling? I guess is the question I'm asking. So why for you, why was it so hard for you? communicate with your husband, how you're feeling, or even with your mom. Yeah. And you know, a big part of, of that though, is as a child growing up with my mom, she really 
squashed a lot of that ability to to really feel full feelings. And so I I honestly, through most of my life, kind of went through up until now, these very short, you know, maybe four kind of in my head types of emotions. You know, I'm happy, sad, angry, mad. I really kind of squashed them down into this small little subset of categories or, you know, areas, if you will, recognizing that in reality, we have so many different emotions and realizing how I can be a little bit more effective of identifying the right feeling and and then putting that with the word to then communicate like, well, this is how I feel in this moment. Uh, And then being able to carry that further so that, you know, especially for my daughter, as I watch her go through maybe uh, her, her two-year-old meltdown (laughs) and, you know, I'm trying to help her understand the type of emotion that she might be going through of she's disappointed in this particular thing, or she's, you know, distressed over this particular uh, video that's just not playing because it's timing out, you know, different ways to be able to really categorize those feelings appropriately instead of whittling them down into maybe four (laughs) kind of feelings. That's such a good call out. And, you know, I talk about it a lot on the show and with my clients, of course, is clarity is everything. So not only being very clear in identifying your feelings, but going a little bit deeper and finding out where those feelings came from, right? Because it's it's wonderful to say, you know what, I'm actually feeling um, embarrassed versus angry. But then the question, why why does this particular um, experience have you feeling embarrassed? Let's go backwards a step. You know, let's go a little bit deeper than that. And I, I'm wondering if you could touch on how it felt for you when I gave you that opportunity to go deeper, because I, as your coach, saw quite a change from the beginning to, you know, after six months. But how did it feel for you if you can think back to one of the first times that I said, well, that's interesting. Let's talk about that. Let's go a little deeper. Yeah, I I would say it was really as we are going through and talking, I think you being able to stop and say, well, let's go a little bit deeper into, into that particular area where it's more of you allowing me to also stop for a second and reflect and then recognize, Hmm, okay. Why was I feeling that way? Or let me look back further. And many a times it's understanding that a lot of, you know, what I've carried growing up with my mom, a lot of that, I, I, really try to cover up, put in a box, if you may say, and then throw it deep down into a deep, dark closet and hope that it never gets unearthed. And, and so you being able to help me really reflect or think back on something to help me unbox some things and, and recognize like I've been holding on to that. I have not really dived into that, or I had a misunderstanding of how I was really feeling about something. And then realizing that there's something greater that I I can actually reframe it and look at it completely different. Cause you know, like uh, for an instance, maybe my mom reacted in a certain way because she was just in her element at that time. And I don't know any better. 
of what she might have been going through. But, you know, really thinking back of knowing, you know, my mom did as best as she could at the time of where she was. And, you know, also recognizing that as an immigrant coming to the United States, barely speaking English, you know, some of that also made me think about my mom trying to communicate to me in English, in broken English. And sometimes, you know, that communication is also very key, knowing that maybe the emotion she was trying to express or the emotion that she was trying to explain to me wasn't well explained. And and so, you know, those are kind of the things of you helping me to realize, look at the situation and really understand where, where are you? What's going on? And then look further, look deeper to how to reframe it and tell yourself, you know, that, you know, the truth really is whatever it really is. And so I think, you know, in the end, you showing that and showcasing that to me, I believe has been like the big superpower for me to think there's always a different way to look at something. Perspective is is very, very key. How you're looking at something and then how to, you know, reframe as well. I love it. So you said something earlier that I, I want to go back to, which was you realized that you actually had always been badass. And I think it's pretty common that, you know, when we're young, we are, we've got energy and spark and enthusiasm and we're creative and we're, you know, we're all of these beautiful things and life can, as you said, can squish us down, can, you know, all lots of stresses happen. And now you're finding your way back again, but give us some examples of why you felt you were badass as a younger woman. Yeah. I embodied what I feel is being badass, which is being yourself inside and out no matter where you are or what you're doing, but also recognizing that that power that you have and you're utilizing it for the greater good, doing something to help improve maybe not only your life, but someone else's life. And, you know, that's pretty much, you know, I, I if I, if I gave myself a, you know, um, a type of animal or insect, I, I always was, you know, very acclimated to butterflies and for me, I just, I see them as they're just free spirited, just floating around, going from here to there and enjoying life. And that's how I, I, I really felt, uh, especially in, in my twenties through college and into my, you know, first few years in the real world of corporate, corporate business. And, and I am, I really did truly try to embody that as best as I could every day of just showing up and doing me all day, every day. And you had quite an interesting career. So can you tell us a little bit about what it is that you study and why you're so yeah. about it? I studied industrial engineering. So I am an engineer by degree. But one thing that I really, you know, enjoyed in the engineering world was there's so many different kinds of engineers and industrial engineering um, with something that was closer aligned to me, even as a child of my thrill to problem solve, to figure out how to fix something, you know, and then you know, put it all back together without anybody realizing that like somebody took it apart. 
um, knowing how something really works and, and really understanding fully a, a process and then how to make it better. And so I, I kind of carried that. And then industrial engineering was that one degree where, you know, it, it's really focused on industrialization, um, really looking at how you're processing something, how you're building something. And even from more of a human aspect too, because in order to build something, you need a human, you need hands, generally speaking, um, or even from the very beginning of design. So all of that really brings in that human element to connect into what it is that you're doing and building and processing. And then the other side of it was I enjoyed though the quality aspect. And, and so being able to assess how we put it together and figuring out how to make it better, how to reduce defects, how to, you know, really optimize something and make a quality product that is really what got to me and, and propelled me through my career of being a quality engineer. So I took my industrial engineering degree and took that in the automotive world and non-automotive to where I am today in autonomous vehicles. So we're going to take a short break right now, but I'll be back with my guest within 60 seconds. Ladies, unlock your inner badass and transform your life with my monthly subscription workshop. For just $47 a month, you'll have exclusive access to work closely with me, Mahara Wayman, as we dive deep into all things badass, from personal development to conquering your goals. Imagine waking up every day with confidence, purpose, and a smile that radiates your newfound strength. Take advantage of this badass opportunity and join us today at www.mindfulnesswithmahara.com and start your journey toward a happier, more confident you. Smile when no one is looking. You've earned it. That's so cool. But what I want to highlight, and I don't know if anyone else picked up on this, but when you described what filled your cup with the engineering, I couldn't help but see a, a correlation, a parallel to what you've just gone through. Because what I heard you say was, I'm fascinated by the ability to take something apart, rebuild it into something better, which sounds like what you and I have been doing for the last eight months. Would you not agree? I would totally agree. <laughs> so I just think that's interesting. I want to congratulate you on finding, and you're about to jump back into the corporate world. How excited are you about that? Super excited. <laughs> That's fantastic. Let's go back a bit to the family dynamic because you've, when you were a young girl, you felt badass. You, you, you know, you really resonated with the idea of a butterfly being very free and flowing from one thing to the next. By your own admission, there were situations in, with your mom that you just put in a box and, and didn't want to deal with. But you had beautiful success in your life anyway. You fantastic relationship, this gorgeous little baby girl, a great job. And then it kind of all came to a halt. And when that came to a halt, more of the, the pain, shall we say, came to the surface because mom was in the, in the picture a lot more. I am curious, is mom aware of how much you have grown in the last few months? especially with regards to how you communicate with her? I'm sure she probably has noticed. 
especially because the other day, as a matter of fact, I called her and we, you know, the, the key thing is Violet's face, you know, we FaceTime. And so for anybody who has an iPhone or if you do any kind of FaceTiming, but you know, your, your face is on the first thing. And so as soon as someone picks up, you know, that's the face and it's always Violet's face, my daughter. And so, you know, when we call grandma and she sees, you know, my daughter and her granddaughter and she just, you know, her, her face just lights up um, and you can see that. And, and she made a comment to me that day was how come you're calling me you know normally we call each other because we need something and I I kind of chuckled and I laughed and I said well mom we were calling because we just wanted to say hi Violet wanted to say hi to grandma so here we are calling you today and my mom was like wow that's so amazing I love that <laughs> and so I think for her, she's also recognized, you know, some, some change, especially because I've gotten, you know, a, a little bit more in the calling her out of the blue, just to say, hi, what a great story. I'm so happy for you and your mom. And of course for Violet. And that's why the, the work that we do, anybody does on themselves is so important. It's not just, I want to feel better in my skin. It's not just, I want to do some self-development so I get a better job. Really, there's a ripple effect and our families are often the very first people to experience that ripple effect of better communication, of more vulnerability, of more honesty. I'm curious, how you think your growth is going to show up in your new role? Because all of the work that we did was when you were on the in-between. So how do you think it's gonna affect your new, your new role? Yeah, I love that question. I think it's going to do amazing things for me, especially because, you know, one key thing that I've learned too over these last, you know, five months, especially during the times that we were working together was helping me understand how to really love myself, to take those hidden feelings, those boxed feelings and really just kind of clean out my closet, but also understanding that in order to love yourself, you have to love everything about yourself, the dark dirtiness, the dingy, the grime, all of that, know where it is. And if you need to clean it out, dust it off. Sometimes we, we put things away because we think ah, I'm going to use this again sometime later on in my life. But also it's why we have garage sales. It's why we have spring cleaning because sometimes we need to clean the shit out we need to get it out. And, and again, the only way to love yourself is to really look at everything inside you and make sure that you truly love everything inside you, both inside and out. Right. And so those are the things that for me, recognizing how to be better at loving myself and knowing that as long as I love myself, it's going to help me in anything that I do, because I'm going to be able to project that love everywhere. You know what else I can see happening too, though, is what I've witnessed, you are no longer afraid. You're open to the vulnerability that comes with feedback. Absolutely. And that's what we, you know, that's what a coaching relationship is all about is is I give her a lot of feedback and then she 
she's learning to give yourself to give herself feedback. And in the corporate world, especially in a management position, unless you own the company, there's always somebody above you that's going to give you feedback. You, you know, we all have bosses. But I think in your case, you have learned the skill to accept feedback in a way that's not crushing because you are more secure in who you are as a person. That's where the self-love comes in. So when somebody, if somebody says, Ro, what the hell? You can go, oh, I can tell you exactly what the hell rather than, oh my God, I'm in shit. Do you see the difference? So I think, um, I think that's going to be a really wonderful thing for you moving forward, especially as you take on this new role. What else would you say has been one of the biggest um, transformations for you from the beginning of the year to now? One big thing <laughs> for me, actually, I, I should, let me, let me put it into the, I have two big things. One is writing and really understanding how to write. I think that was a very big thing for me coming into work with you is I, I struggled of being able to journal or write and take those thoughts out of my head. And so that has been huge. And as a matter of fact, being outside of my comfort zone, because even doing this podcast is completely outside of my comfort zone. So I, I love it. It's a thrill of being able to do this, but also continuing that writing. And I've gotten onto um, Substack and I have been reading all kinds of blogs and articles and I have started to put together my own blog and I'm going to start my own blogging or writing um, on Substack. So I can't wait to share with you that link, begin that journey, that chapter of actually writing and putting many of my thoughts um, onto, onto paper or digital paper, <laughs> if you may say. I am so proud of you because Ro, you're right. I remember, I know, I know the benefit of journaling, of doing a brain dump whether it's, you know, on the computer or by hand. And for many weeks, she kind of struggled. And finally, one week she said, okay, I have to be honest. I don't journal. I have a bit of a block around it. And so we worked on that. And now look at where you are. Congratulations. I'm really excited for you. So I just want to recap what we've talked about today, Ro. You are and have been very successful in your world because of the type of work that you do. There was a time when you were let go from your work because of that some family dynamics came up more often. You realized that you were struggling. You found me on LinkedIn. We worked together through the working and all of the, and you worked very hard. You found a way to be more honest with your loved ones and your communication is gazillion times better than it has been. You're much more aware of who you are and what you want out of life. You are no longer hesitant to set boundaries that work for you, even when it feels uncomfortable. Because guys, please don't think that this type of work is just like walking through a meadow, right? With ice cream at the end. There is work and sometimes things come up that are very painful. But one of the things that I know from experience and that even Ro now knows is you can't ignore the pain and you can change your relationship with it. You can look at it, get curious, and go a little bit deeper and figure things out and just forgive yourself because often the stories we tell ourselves are actually bullshit, but we don't know that until we give ourselves permission to look at it. So Ro, you have done a tremendous amount of work and 
starting on Monday, you start your new position in a whole new company with a whole new attitude. Um, have I missed out anything? I do want to talk about one thing though, but before we move on to that, I just want to, have I missed anything in the sequence of events with regards to your career and your personal development work? Yeah, no. Um, but one thing I, I do want to comment, um, because when I said I had two big things, and, oh, right. uh, journaling was one, but the other one you kind of, um, you know, alluded to it just a second ago was boundaries. Um, and that's, what's been very, very key for me. And, especially in your workshop. I think that was probably the key thing for me was recognizing that it's so important for us to identify those boundaries and make sure that we set those boundaries. Um, given that sometimes, you know, those boundaries may need to change. I think having boundaries is paramount to being badass. And really what I've learned and what I think you've learned is that boundaries aren't a bad thing. You're not a bitch if you have a boundary. You're just something <laughs> to know what, what, what's going to work, right? Right. And it's so interesting because I hear this all the time from my clients is, you know, I was scared to set the boundary. I did, but guess what? Nobody said anything. They're like, oh, okay. It's such a, it's such a relief to us that we think, oh, wow, they're not mad at me. Um, and even if they were, it's okay. But thank you for reminding me that you had a second, a second big aha. Learning how to set boundaries that work for you, not against you, is key. And it's it's one whole module in my group program. But um, okay, so what I want to now touch on, just switch gears for a bit, is I want to talk about how you, as a badass, are able to inject fun and love and levity in your life even with the challenges of having two dogs, a baby, and unemployed for six, seven months. Talk to us a little bit about how you managed to do that, because many of us would love to know. Looking at it and looking back, right, each day definitely took courage to wake up and tell myself, hey, regardless what happens today, the best thing is you are alive. You have a beautiful family, having him as, as my best friend, my husband, my spouse, um, and my, and my other co-parenter to a beautiful daughter, reminding myself that I, you know, regardless of whether I have a job or not, um, the fact is, is that I have a beautiful family and being clear on what it is that I want each day. And knowing these are the tasks, these are the things that I'm going to do today. Looking forward to being able to make those small wins. So if it's making sure that I, you know, got to spend five minutes of really in-depth time with, with my daughter and watching her grow and develop and, and learn something new. That has been probably one of the biggest things that brought me joy through the last, um, you know, seven months was really reminding myself of each time that she learns something brings just like tremendous joy. And that's one thing that I, I live for the next day to be able to see that new thing that she's going to learn. And I've done a lot of training myself um, in, in the quality realm and in the corporate world. And that's kind of one of the big phrases that I always start in my training is I'm excited for all of you to learn something new. 
if not today, but by the end of this course. And so for me, it's like, I get to say this phrase in my head every day of like, I'm so excited to see her learn something new. And even for me and the same for my husband. And so, you know, every time when we do all learn something new, then it's like, it's, it's high fives all around. And that's one thing too, that I love about my daughter is anytime that we have something that we want to celebrate, um, you know, she automatically just arms up straight up, you know, like the victorious V she gets excited or then it's like the high fives. And so that, those little joyous moments, I would say, are the the key for being able to enjoy life, to look back and say, you know, regardless of the the crap that you're going through or the down place that you may be, when you find just that little moment of joy, it brings so much to the surface of allowing you to get through and look forward to the next day. Oh, that's so beautiful. An attitude of gratitude. We talk about it all the time. And of course, my business name is Mindfulness with Mahara. So a lot of what Ro and I did was we learned to um, slow down and, you know, just be very present. And to your point, Ro, when we give ourselves permission to be present with our loved ones, magic happens, whether and, and I'm dogs as well. Like I've got puppies. Everybody knows dogs and we love them so much, right? I've, I've got kids. And when I slow down and just sit with them and I hear them laugh, it's like the best thing ever. So I really appreciate your recognition that being able to celebrate the simple joys in your everyday life have helped to elevate your energy to a point where you are feeling way more badass than perhaps in the past and really um, motivated and excited about the future. But of course, you're starting this great new job on Monday, but you really are quite different from the woman I met at the beginning of this year in so much as your energy is really, you know, I can see it, I can feel it. And I want to thank you for um, for joining us today on this program and for sharing your your story with us. Guys, you don't have to go through life alone. Really, you don't. There's lots of people out there. And if there's, if I, you know, anything that you can take away from our conversation today, it's give yourself permission to be happy. Really, it's okay to feel the moments of stress and to, it's okay to go in the closet and look at that box. If you need help to unpack it, go find help. There's, there is help around you are meant to be here. You bring beauty and joy to the world. Ro, is there anything that we don't know about you that we would like to know just as we round this up, as we close off this podcast? Oh man, anything. Well, you know, um, fun tidbit. I'll give you a fun tidbit. Um, I have a motorcycle license, but I've never owned a motorcycle. <laughs> so I am licensed to ride any kind of motorcycle and yet I've never actually bought one. And why is that? Well, because I love going fast. Um, mind you, I have a, I do have a Tesla. Um, and so that electric car, man, every time I get into that, I just, I'm like, Ugh. I have a need for speed. And I've always known that if I got myself a motorcycle, 
I probably wouldn't still be standing here today. So I have, I've calculated out the risk and I have told myself, ah, I'll wait. Maybe I'll get like a, um, a hog of some sort when I'm, when I'm older and <laughs> ride around. <laughs> I love it. I can, I can see you on a hog with all of your leathers. Folks, thank you for joining us today on this special edition, I think, of The Art of Badassery. Um, Ro, my guest and my client, thank you so much for sharing your story. I'm so, so proud of you and all of the work that you've done in yourself. And those of you that are listening, be badass because you deserve to feel totally comfortable in your skin. My name is Mahara. This has been The Art of Badassery. I will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to The Art of Badassery. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and gained valuable insights to help unleash your inner badass. If you found this podcast helpful, please leave a rating or review on your favorite platform. Your feedback not only helps me improve the show, but it also helps others like yourself discover the podcast. Until next time, keep embracing your authenticity and living life on your terms. Here's to you. Thank you.